Lord Jesus, let all gathered here today know that we do so in your name. Allow us to understand the true meaning of our participation in this Catholic youth organization activity. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Welcome to a New York Catholic Conversation. My name is Deacon John Catalano, and I'm joined as always by my pal, my good friend from St. Agnes and Rockville Center, Frank Alasia. Frank, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Deacon. How's everything? Everything is good, and the topic for this week is putting the C back in the CYO. We've heard from a number of moderators and CYO people who have asked us to have a conversation about this topic. Uh, what do we mean? Well, for years, the CYO has been a force in Catholic life, but like all parts of our church, it is in need of, what, a new life, new energy, uh, maybe a fresh perspective and a revitalization. Now, Frank, I know you have a long history with the CYO. I mean, you played CYO basketball, you coached. I mean, you won an award uh, in 1976, the best amateur Catholic athlete in the country uh, uh, from the CYO. And in fact, your father, Frank Elijah Sr., started the CYO program at St. Agnes. So you know a lot about the CYO and you care a lot about the CYO. How do we start thinking about putting the C back in CYO? Well, we do need to definitely do that. Um, nowadays, sports are universally accepted as a part of every uh, young person's life. But unfortunately, today, sports is no longer, you know, really fully appreciated for its true value, uh, true purpose you know, to instill values of hard work, discipline, teamwork, and good sportsmanship. I played CYO and coached CYO for many years. And I've had a lot of experience, but sadly what I see today is parents uh, living vicariously through their children right. or as a hope for a ticket to a college scholarship. Again, it is seen as a competitive means to an end in our culture today. And certainly in our church, we need to refocus our attention on appreciating the true value of sports participation. Yeah. The pure, right. The pure values of sports participation are a natural access uh, way to developing values of a good Christian. The reason for being a good sport, playing by the rules, having a code of ethics when competing is because of our calling to lead clean Christ-like lives. The perfect place to instill this for lifelong benefit is with our youth. Yeah. Now, I know you've been around great coaches your whole life. I saw you play uh, for Frank Morris at St. Agnes in high school. And then you went on to St. John's with Luke Karnaseka. Uh, you've been around people like Dean Smith and John Thompson and Bobby Knight, Rick Pitino. You've seen how great coaches not only teach basketball, but how they teach the values of discipline and hard work. What could you pass on to the younger CYO coaches today? Well, what I could pass on, I've learned a lot from being around great coaches and great players. But the podcast today is not really about the X and O's of coaching. Um, it's about learning how to win right, how to lose right, you know, how to be a gentleman or a lady. In CYO, it's, it's really important that the coaches understand a responsibility they have because you always remember your first, your first coach. And for a lot of these kids, you know, CYO is that. You could be their first coach. And it's really your job to encourage these kids and instill values in the kids. My players always shook my hand when they came into the gym. It's a sign of respect. Right. I've always made sure that, that players never laughed at another player or picked on another player. We were a team and 
that's the thing I see a lot. The parents only think about their child and what their child's getting at it, what their child's doing. It's not basketball and team sports aren't about that. It's about the team, not about the individual. Now so you, meant- you, have, you have to care. You have to care for the other person. And everyone on that team has a role. And as a coach, you must be a good example to your player. It's not a good, it's not, it's not good when I see these CYO coaches, A, berating the officials or yelling and getting crazy with the officials or yelling at their players, you know, in front of everyone on the court instead of pulling them aside. The great coaches do that. They grab you on the side and tell you they don't, they don't embarrass you in front of everyone. So those are some of the things I think are important for the, the coaches to remember. Yeah, that's great. Now, the parents are involved in the CYO activities, and they need to be. We need them to support the program. But we've seen and heard many examples of bad behavior, as you said, yelling at refs, complaining about playing time for their kids, and then, once again, not going to mass. What role should the parents be playing in the program? Well, the the parents' role is really, really important. You know, they're kind of linchpin because – you know, if you don't go to church on Sunday or participate in, in the church functions, you know, what kind of message does that send to your children? I always looked at mass not as an obligation, but as a privilege. And it has to become it has to come before before any game. That's the most important thing. You have to make the main thing the main thing. And on Sunday, the first thing is is getting to church. The other thing is don't yell at your kids when they're not playing well, it embarrasses them when parents yell out to their kids. Another bad habit is the parents knocking the coach on the car ride home. Instead of telling the kid to get better, they tell them that's not them, it's the coach. I mean, um, you know, when I was growing up and we were growing up, right, right, Deacon, your father or mother never would approach a coach and you wouldn't want them to because the other kids would pick on you. Now parents, you know, they come across the court yelling screaming at these guys and you have to remember in most cases the men and women who are doing this are volunteering their time to coach they're not professionals right get paid i found in most cases those are the parents that know the least about the game it's just not a catholic thing to do to act like that and your kids see everything and their teammates their teammates see it yeah. Well, let's remind ourselves why CYO was started. Okay. You got to go back to the 30s. The Archbishop of New York, uh, Patrick Cardinal Hayes, issued a letter announcing the establishment of, of the Catholic Youth Association, quote, for the provision of a constructive use of leisure time for our young people. We must care for and protect our own youth. We must be watchful shepherds and guard against the, quote, apostles of discontent who openly avow their purpose of stealing our young and training them to anarchy. Now remember, this is the 30s, so we're talking about fascism and Nazism and the spread of communism. So that was the concern. It wasn't just the, the CYO wasn't just the result of a casual thought or a neat idea. There was a need at a critical time in the world and in the archdiocese to, to look out for the kids. Now, you played in the 60s, Frank, and there was a need to, what we used to say, keep the kids off the streets. Does the, does the CYO still work in keeping kids occupied and holding their attention? Yeah, I think so. And I think the great thing about it is the way it's expanded. I mean, there were way more teams now uh, than when I played. When I played, it was only one team, a grade, uh, and there were no uh, women's teams yet. But, uh, you know, what I would say to the players is, um, and I would encourage the parents and the coaches to do that, is every kid develops at a different stage. 
sixth, seventh, and eighth grade basketball or any other sport isn't going to be the deciding factor in your sports career. The main thing is that each individual kid becomes as good as they can become. And I say that to the kids. I want you to reach your full potential. I want you to become as good as you can, you can become, you know, the odds on you becoming Michael Jordan aren't great. So at those ages, don't worry about what all the other kids are doing. I'll tell you a story about a a guy I played with at St. John's named Billy Schaefer, great, great player, second team, all American. He was the last man on his high school team at Holy Cross high school. And the guy right next to him, Kevin Stakem, was uh, a, became a second team All-American at Providence, but they worked, they worked and worked. And that's the thing that you have to do. You have to do your part. You can't expect to, 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 to do well in a game. If you haven't, the only time you've picked up a ball is when, you know, you, you, you practice with your CYO team. And this, the, the second thing I would say to parents is don't worry about the A, B and C team. Get on a team where you're going to play. The object is to learn the game uh, to the best of your ability and to have fun at that stage. It's no fun sitting on the bench. So if you're the last man on the A team or you can be the first or second man on the B team, play, you know, play on the B team because you're going to get, you know, you get more playing time and it's going to be more enjoyable. That's great. I have to mention Kevin Stakem ended up playing for the Celtics and Billy Schaefer went to the Nets and became a Correct. great shooter That's for right. them. You have a great memory. They did well. Uh, now, you mentioned Mass on Sunday. In today's Catholic parishes, if you're having a basketball practice or a game at 1230, let's say, on a Sunday, and up the block or across the street, the 12 o'clock Mass is being said in the Catholic Church, something's not right. So we have to reprioritize the idea of being Catholic. Can we get the program leaders to cooperate with the pastors in honoring the third commandment of God? Yes. Good point, Deacon. I know the executive director of CYO Long Island, and she's working with the bishop and the pastors and have implemented many of these changes. You know, they have no games on Sunday until after all the masses are over. The teams say the CYO sportsmanship's prayer before all games out loud and all coaches are monitored and dealt with if their behavior is not up to the CYO standards. And it does help to have a strong moderator. And here at St. Agnes, we have a great moderator named Pat O'Brien. He's a man of faith. He opens the church every day at 545 for the 630 a.m. mass. He's a lecturer and a Eucharistic minister for that mass. Men and women who practice the faith are key to our program here on Long Island. So really, what I hear you saying is when we say putting the C back in CYO, we have to remember that we can't make anything in our lives more important than God. And that Sunday is a day of rest from work. and It is always to be made holy. Yeah, the football arena and the soccer fields have really become the new cathedrals in our world today. Yeah, We have to stop all sports on Sunday as Catholics until after we fulfilled, um, you know, our, our obligation, or as I call it, our privilege to go to church. Worship comes first. We have to keep it that way because let's face it, without God, there is no playing sports or anything else for that matter. You know, I know this is a subject that near and dear to your heart, Frank, and that you've been visiting some parishes recently and done some clinics. So folks, if you need to talk more about this, send us an email and ask for Frank at anycatholicconversation at gmail.com. That's anycatholicconversation at gmail.com. And I promise you that Frank Alasia will respond. Frank, thanks so much for your time. I'll talk to you next time. Okay, guy?
Thanks. God bless, Deacon.